For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Sparks, presented by betonline.ag. I'm Sydney Weiss. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, iHeart, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Sports. Thank you so much, Sid. On our episode today, Violet Palmer, the NBA's first female referee, is joining us. She was actually part of a conversation, a roundtable that the LA Sparks put on. It was called Her Story, and we were able to listen in and get some insight from Violet Palmer. I remember Violet from my years covering the NBA. I was with the NBA for seven seasons, and I just remember the first time I ever saw her on the floor when I was doing my pregame show, also courtside, I was just so uplifted instantly. You know, seeing a woman out front in such a powerful, important position and to see the respect she was getting in that position just gave me life. And I love hearing these stories. I love that these stories are continuing. And along with Dee Cantor, Palmer broke the NBA's gender barrier in 1997, officiating 54 games that season. We're excited to have Violet Palmer share her story on this episode of Believe in Sparks. Violet, tell us how you got started. Uh, I'll never forget, I played Little League. I was Mm -hmm. the only girl with my little bow rats and my hat wouldn't even fit really on my head because I loved having my my red, I was on the Indians and my little red bow rats wouldn't, my hat couldn't go over over, over my, my, uh, my ponytails. But I was that little that little that little girl playing uh, little league, only girl on the team. Thank you, mom and dad, for allowing me to do it. Um, I was fortunate enough to get a basketball scholarship to Cal Poly Pomona. Uh, after graduating school, found a new, uh, you know had to get out into the real world, find a job, uh, and there was no WNBA uh, at the time. I would have to go overseas and try to play basketball which I really didn't want to do. Um, so obviously I was living out in the inland area. I moved back to LA. I joined my local high school association and I put that striped shirt on and everything changed for me. I loved this. I just loved it. I don't know why it's uh, a really tough business. You know, we're 50% right, 50% wrong, even when we're a hundred percent right. Um, but I was really, really fortunate, did really well became one of the top NCAA referees for about nine years, uh, Got a, received a phone call from uh, the NBA, and I was placed in their training program. I did that for three years, and you know what? Uh, very, very blessed. Uh, 97, I received that phone call from Rod Thorne and uh, was offered a position with the National Basketball Association. And had a magnificent career, 20 years, you know, um, 
really, really hard, tough, but I loved it. And pretty much in a quick synopsis, a little bit about me. And now this word from our sponsor. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Well, the Masters is here, so Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. When you watched The Last Dance with Michael Jordan and the Bulls, you would have seen Violet Palmer. That was beyond special. What was it like for you, Violet? I know. That was pretty cool. It was really nice. I got received so many texts. As women in male-dominated professions, we have to be smarter. We have to show up a different way. Um, Some have chips on their shoulder. Others just know that their mistakes will be illuminated in a much different way than if it was the exact same mistake that a man made. But there are ways around it. A, our work ethic, A, the way we show up and the way we represent ourselves, the way we represent the business in which we work in. Were there anybody, Violet, as because you were the first female in your position, did you have any mentors? Did you have any role models? Anyone that really was able to guide you, look out for you, stand for you? I was really kind of fortunate because You know, I was kind of thrown into the fire. I had no idea what I was getting into. Mm -hmm. All I knew was that I love refereeing. I had the passion for it. I love basketball. And I just, I looked at the opportunity. It was just an opportunity for me. I had no idea. I I didn't know if the NBA was going to hire me or not. I was perfectly happy being an NCAA referee working the final fours and getting all the accolades and just having a good time. But I knew that giving this opportunity that was presented to me, um, I was not going to let it just kind of slip through the cracks. So going into initially getting into that training program, I had no idea what I was in for. You know, I I was clueless. Um, But I knew that I had the work ethic I knew that I was an athlete. I knew that I caught on really, really quick as far as learning the difference between the pro game and the collegiate game. Um, and so I just felt like, you know what? I know that they don't want me. They, they, they was, just wasn't sure. I knew that the guys in which I was in this training program with, they just were like, why are you here? And that plays right into what we have been talking about, how we as women in male-dominated industries have to be, we have to play bigger. We have to be smarter. We have to be different, right? We're going to talk more with Violet Palmer after this message from our sponsor. I don't know if you have this issue, but finding sunglasses that fit me and look good is not an easy task. It's time to make your outdoor experiences better with Canaan. Canaan sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. They're made with Japanese optics that make their lenses clearer, lighter, stronger, and Italian handcrafted frames that are impossible to scratch. Use the exclusive code CANANCAST15 at Canaan.com to receive 15% off your first pair. That's K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T-15. Canaan. Clearly better. 
Violet, were you the only female in that training camp? And then give us a little bit more detail on the support that you received during that part of your journey. It was, it was actually D and I in the training program at the same time. And, um, obviously the guys, you know, they, I was really fortunate because there was a group of guys that I can honestly say five of them to be exact to this day are five of my best friends. That's right. And they kind of took me under their wing and they said, you know what, we're going to teach you. We're going to help you. Um, and they did that. I can honestly say I've been very, very blessed my entire career, um, but I was a sponge. I, you know how you just have to go into a room when you're the only woman in the room. And, you know, it's one of those when you walk in and, and, and it's almost like the door closes and everybody turns their head and looks like, what are you doing here? And it's 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 a really tough feeling. And I want to say to the women that are listening that it's you just have to have your own intestinal fortitude and you know that you're qualified. You know that you've worked hard. You know that you deserve to be there. And that was just kind of my mental attitude. I can honestly say that I was raised um, by two very, very strong parents. I grew up in Compton in the inner city, um, you know, but I was fortunate because, of course, all, for me, having both my parents, all my friends used to tease me. And they said, you know, you lived with the white picket fence. You know, you lived in the inner city, but you really didn't. But I did because I was very familiar with everything as far as what my surroundings were. But my parents did a good job of allowing my brother and my sisters and myself to be able to pursue whatever we wanted. So I really had no fear in taking that challenge. I knew it would be difficult. I knew that I had to earn the respect of my colleagues, the 60 guys that you know I had to work with. I knew that the coaches and the players did not want a women in a good old boys club, but none of those things really were in the forefront in front of me. They were kind of, you know, that chatter in the back, that want, that Charlie Brown want, want, want. That was really what it was for me. Looking at all of that, I think I can honestly say that, you know, had those mentors um, that I kind of trained with, those five guys took me under their wing and really kind of showed me the ropes. I can honestly contribute a, a lot of this to my parents for just the upbringing and, and the confidence and saying, you know what, how about you can be whoever you want to be. It's up to you. And I think for me, with preparing myself for the opportunity, I think a lot of times we sit back and we go, woe is me. I'm not getting this. I'm not getting that. But, but in all of that, you still have to prepare yourself because you really don't know what's really out there. And I think I did that. And I think that was one of the contributing factors um, with my success. And not only a success as a referee, I am now a teacher, a supervisor, a mentor, you know. Um, and I think for me, I've done pretty much everything you can imagine in officiating. It, it, I, I just... It's kind of just kind of taken over my life and I fell right in it and I love it. And um, I will continue to train and teach um, until I guess it kind of goes on death ears for me. But really, really had a magnificent career. Um, and 
I mean, I, there's nothing bad that I can say as far as what I've done. Um, yes, it was difficult. Yes, it was hard. Uh, yes, I've had all the bumps and the bruises and I've had all the media saying, you know, why are you doing this? And I go, I will prove you wrong. Just just wait and see, which I continue to do. So just happy um, just to be given an opportunity and happy not knowing that I would have been the first or the pioneer or the or the, you know, the barrier breaker. None of those things were in the forefront, you know, because, again, when you when you're you're in it, when you're just trying to work, that's really what you do. It's all about the work. It's all about your training. It's all about your development. It's all about studying. It's all about staying in shape. And you do all those things to prepare you for these for the opportunity that's in hand. And I was given that, and it and it's been a wonderful ride. I can honestly say, it's still going. I love your perspective, Miss Violet. Thank you for sharing all of that. And I can relate in many ways as well. And just really appreciate your approach. And it is interesting, too, when I take inventory of my career and being super young when I started, the only female, I was never thinking about so much of the chatter or what they might be saying. I was just thinking about doing the work, as you mentioned. I was just thinking about doing my best, being um, presenting the facts uh, being, you know, letting people know, doing, I'm doing it for the fans, I'm doing it for the organizations, I'm doing it for the teams. It's not about me. It's bigger than me. So thank you for that because a lot of young people who want to do what we do are going to to take and see all the value in that. We'll be back after this. I don't sleep very well. It's super frustrating. I can't turn my brain off. I can't relax. And it's one of those things that, ah, oh, it's just maddening. Fortunately, I found Sunday Scaries and realized they make products specifically for overthinkers and those who can't sleep, like me. Their CBD gummies help me decompress and clear my head and fall asleep so I can actually wake up feeling like a functioning human being. There's no risk to buy. The company offers a 100% lifetime money-back guarantee. If the product's not for you, that's okay. You'll get your money back. Sunday Scaries is in the stress-relieving business, not the stress-causing business. I got you 25% off to prove this. Visit sundayscaries.com and use my promo code BELIEVE for your discount. That's promo code B-L-E-A-V for 25% off at sundayscaries.com. They're awesome, and you won't regret joining their squad. Anytime I've ever thought about officials in any sport, doesn't matter, male, female, college, pro, y'all have a tough job. Like, it doesn't matter. You are not going to make everybody in that space happy. Someone is going to be mad at the call you made or didn't make. You can never get everything right. That's just how it is. How did you, especially knowing that there were people at the time that you started in 1997 and even early in your career the only female in the NBA, officiating games, making powerful decisions, the men, the players, the coaches, anybody that you ever got pushback from, how did you develop that thick skin that we need to have to succeed in many situations? How did you prepare yourself mentally, emotionally? How did you know how to respond? Was it an innate thing? How did you handle those moments? Well, you know, it's kind of twofold because, you know, like I said at the beginning is that you kind of have to understand the profession of, 
of just being a referee. And it's a very negative profession because, you know, you're, we're, we're always the reason why a particular team lost or why we changed the game or whatever we did. And I think the one thing for me, and, and this is something that I, that I actually held true to when I was going through the whole process of, of become, being that young, you know, uh, young woman, that young referee in the NBA, is that you, you definitely have to understand that I don't think anything that was said, whether it was written or whether it was verbal, that it was personal. You know, you can't take anything personal because I always said to myself, first of all, they don't even know me. All they know is, is that, you know, I have this shirt on. I'm trying to do something that has never been done, you know, um, as far as refereeing in the NBA. And and people don't like change, Mm. as we can see in the world today. Change is just a problem for every for for almost everyone. And in my case, I felt like that was the issue. It was change. It was, you know what? Why why are we allowing a woman to be here? Why? We don't need them. Why don't they just stay over and keep doing, you know, doing what they're doing? Why do they want to come over mm-hmm. here and referee with us? And I go, how about this? How about you can keep having your opinion? I've given an opportunity. Thank you, the late David Stern, for having just the, the the knowledge, having, you know, looking beyond the years, wanting, not being okay about saying, you know what, if a woman is qualified, if we train her and she is at the top of her class, and we could hire her. And you know what? I'm not sure if that's really what his thought process was. But that's the way it turned out. And I say this to young girls all the time. I go, how about let's prepare, prepare ourselves. How about let's be strong. Let's be confident. Let's have the work ethic. Because if you have all those things, all that chatter don't really matter. It's it's really irrelevant Mm -hmm. because if you're qualified to do the job, that's what matters. I, t- I used to tell guys on our staff is that the one positive with the NBA, even whether it was positive or negative, is that in the NBA, people have to know your name. They have to know who you are. And that's one thing that the league did very well. When mm-hmm. D&I first came into the league, we had so many interviews and, and radio you know, interviews, television interviews, interviews. Uh, NBA stuff, you know, you name it, they put us out there. So literally when I walked out, everyone knew who I was, mm-hmm. which was a positive for me, not knowing, looking back on it, which was a really, really big positive because that's the first line of respect of people knowing who you are, you know? Um, so I think for me, I just took every little piece of whatever I could gather or whatever I can find, as well as my own, like I said, intestinal fortitude, knowing that I was qualified, knowing that I had worked hard, knowing that I had deserved the opportunity. Um, And I took all those things and just went to work like the next, like, you know, like the next male. Um, And I think that was for me and just be myself 
And I think that's where I prove that, you know what, if you just need the opportunity, we, we can be successful. You heard Violet mention the name D a couple of times. D. Cantor uh, was the other female alongside Violet uh, to break the NBA's gender barrier. In total, Palmer officiated 919 NBA games over 18 seasons. She also became the first woman to oversee an NBA postseason game when she refereed Game 2 of a first-round Eastern Conference matchup between the Indiana Pacers and the then New Jersey Nets in 2006. I was at those games. I watched Violet. I've always had such a respect and admiration for her all my time with the Pacers being able to watch her work and see her she is great and I'm so excited that we were able to share just a little Violet story with you please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes we're available on your favorite directories iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Stitcher, Luminary iHeart and TuneIn you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Sports Follow me at SwissBaby24 on Instagram and Twitter and Stacy at Stacy Pates on both platforms as well. Thank you for listening to this episode of Believe in Sparks on the Believe Podcast Network. For Sydney Weiss, I'm Stacy Pates. This has been a presentation of BetOnline.ag. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.